Right, hello, welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Science, the <laughs> show where we mix Dungeons and Dragons with science, in case that wasn't clear from the title. Um, we are back this time with our fortnightly adventures in on Braxigantu, the world of Braxigantu. Um, my name's uh, Sharmini, I use she, her pronouns, and I play um, Tenebris, uh, who is a perfectly ordinary <laughs> uh, elf-like future human sure. who uses she, sure. her pronouns. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I think that's good. Um, I was wondering if there's anything else I should say. Also, uh, Charmony makes documentary films, Tenebris doesn't. It's all oh, good. That we know of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Once the archaeology career really kicks off, yeah. um, we're going to go to a YouTube channel with, yeah. uh, yes. with Tenebris, Infinity, and Europe. Old things, uh, we dig old things. <laughs> uh, 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 we dig all things. channel will be called You Dig? Question mark. I'm not thinking of a role playing system that is based on being a YouTuber. And like oh, you, no. you roll God. for thumbnail generation. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Roll with disadvantage you, for the algorithm. If like... you have a critical fail on a content uh, piece of content that you put out, you have a, you get hit with a controversy strike. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the audience is niche, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there. But there. <laughs> Introduce yourself and explain this strange YouTuber comedy of which you speak. Hello, my name is Simon, and I'm a strange YouTube, not really a comedy, more of a tragedy, actually. Um, uh, I Aww. use he, him pronouns, uh, and yeah, I mostly make videos about science and the climate in particular, so the week that you're seeing this was a pretty big one. Uh, and uh, my character is Uriel, who is a uh, in-game, a augmented human running as a dwarf, uh, who uses he, they pronouns. And that leaves the last player, Emily. Hello, I'm Emily. I use she, her pronouns. I play Infinite Sky 6000, who is a terraforming druid droid robot creature. Uh, she uses she, her, uh, sorry, she, they pronouns. And I make science films too. Yeah. Just like everyone else. So but wait, there's one other person oh, here. Who could it be? Who could that be? Who Floating in person? the ether, assuming that the green screen is working correctly. <laughs> I am your DM. You Ali. do look a bit like a force ghost because like the the, the chroma key works. But there's is. a little bit of a green fuzz around you. <laughs> <laughs> so you look like the ghost of it's Ali Jennings, really. Ghost. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, we are recording this in the past. So Hey. No. Well, whenever, whenever people oh, watch this, it's always in the past for them. It's just very in the past. It's much more in the past than maybe even... Anyway, so I'm the DM. I use he, him pronouns. Um, or I respond simply to master. And on that note... Not in the DM, so... oh, no. that's, that's oh, a different no. setting. Oh, no. Roll the video. Just Rolling go. the video. Go, go, go. So, where were we? Our party had met in the mountainside colony of Val. Here, they had been given a mission to uncover a smuggling operation that's going on in a nearby mine. After fighting off a nighttime attacker in the colony, he slept, and the next morning, snuck aboard a transport headed for the mine. 
only just, I might add, after an especially high persuasion roll. Oh, that was magical. That was, I think that's my favorite moment of the campaign so far, was Tenebris <laughs> shushing someone who saw her. <laughs> but <laughs> just when they thought they were safe, the transport was We never thought we were safe. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you are DMing Ali, I never think oh, I'm safe. You never feel safe. <laughs> yeah. A huge winged creature attacked the transport. They fled. And by quirk of fate, all ended up in variously important positions, controlling the truck, screeching so and rally driving their way through the trees before finally shooting it out of the sky just as they were leaving the forest and in view so of the mine. And now they were about to explain themselves to the truck's original drivers. But before they do that... Come on, Charisma. Uriel... You mm. took a bit of a tumble coming off the back of that truck. And I was very yes. lucky to have no negative effects from it. <laughs> As the <laughs> adrenaline fades from your body, you oh. realize that oh, you've no. taken... Oh, no. Wow. One point of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Hey. Okay. okay, we're fine. I You're not getting a cure wounds anytime soon. <laughs> okay. So, you look uh, outside. Where are we all? Well, let me let me set the scene a little, yes. The three of you are sat in the cab of this huge flatbed truck. The truck's partially broken at this point. One of the axles went during your escape. It's got old moth-eaten sheets, you can see, lying around the inside of this cab. It's... Smells a bit like the morning after a heavy night, and uh, Infinity, you can just make out a toothbrush stuck down the side of one of the cushions. Looking out of the window, their pop marks scarred, very difficult to see out of, but one of them is open. And outside, you can see a sharp tree line on a steepening mountain size. In front of you are the Mukinji Mountains snow-capped peaks scraping the clouded sky above. Scream crunches beneath the wheels as the truck slowly grinds to a halt. The air blowing in through the window is sharp, cold. Crystals of frost carry into your mouth through the open window, up your nose on the breeze. A sheer cliff rises in front of you. At its base, you make out a fenced compound, squatting in the shattered glacial boulders. In its centre, the afternoon sun glints off the plates of a white geodesic dome, cordoned off by steel fencing. In front of you, in the cab, two individuals are sat, arms crossed, smiling. One of them has heavy goth makeup on, hair stuck up all over the place. The left hand side of her body is covered in these sort of splint-like metal uh, rods, almost like a scaffolding running up her left hand side. And off at a hand uh, dangling little bits of some tools, some sort of keepsakes, curios, little sort of religious artifacts, and she moves quite stiffly. 
but she has a broad beaming smile on her face. Next to her, crouched on the floor near the pedals, you see a woman with very long limbs, almost unnaturally long, a glittering orange mohawk and studs all through her face and in the skin that you can see. She's gaunt and beautiful. And when she smiles, you can see that her upper teeth and lower teeth have been replaced by saw blades. So, says the goth made up one. What brings you here then? And before you answer that, who are you? I'm Infinite Skies 6000, and um, these are my friends. We are floaters? Uh, roaches. We're roaches. Uh, is that good or bad? Oh. Not many people admit to being a floaters around here. Not many people admit to being roaches either. So there must be something special about you lot. So well, what brings three we... floaters and three roaches to the doors of the mine? Well, we're, we're looking for fossils and we were told that the mine up here, which we thought we could use to get a head start on the digging into the ground, because the digging is the hardest part of getting the fossils. Right, and who taught a pair of archaeologists, or might I say three archaeologists, to fight like you a lot do, eh? Well, it just comes naturally, you know, some people are just bored with it. Um... I was programmed with it. Yeah, she's she's just a superior being, frankly. I don't know I about the small one. I call myself one, yeah. superior, actually. But... I am good driver. Yes, you are. And the goth made up one looks at you, and looks down at her uh, orange mohawk friend. The orange mohawk looks up and says, "Friends, we need strange places. We find them." and then just rubs the leg of the goth made up and the goth looks down and goes, Oh, the minister! She knows what she's talking about, doesn't she? Now, listen to me. We've not got long. We've got to get back in. But you've done us a right solid here now. So, it's only right we return the favour. What is it you're after here? Don't be shy. Well, well fossils, really, yeah. We, we really want to go to uh, this place on the map and I'll get the little map out and point to the B area that was <laughs> marked. That was a little map. <laughs> the goth woman takes the map, looks yeah. at it, and throws her head back. Ah, who drew this? A child? Look at this. This is, what is this? This is supposed to be the mine, is it? Shows it to her friend. Where, where did you say you wanted to go? Uh, uh, where it says B on, B. on there, please. The top left vertex. Now you want to get inside the gates to the mine, do you? Yes, please. Yes. Possible. And would it be too much to ask why? We've heard there's some very good fossils there. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what this fossil thing you're talking about is. Is it some kind of gemstone? Uh, it's yes. a form of stone. Yes. Well, ours not to reason why, I suppose. But you do understand that 
of all the places you could maybe go looking for whatever it is you're looking for, choosing to go inside this particular mine, when you, a bunch of floaters who, if I'm not mistaken, might be the same ones that were involved in a little fracas last night. Anyway, are you 100% sure that this is where you want to be looking for them? Maybe not right this second. Do you know what time it is? You know? You knew what time it was, Infinity. Is that I don't think I do know what... Oh, gosh. I don't know exactly what time it is. Maybe I could, but that might be cheating. <laughs> I mean, normally you'd know from night. If you had the star... If you had stellar cartography, you could know at well, night. I'm... But during yeah. the day, it's a bit. Do I more have difficult. an internal like clock as a... after lunch by now? You do not have an internal clock in the Infinite Sky, <laughs> um, but you do know that you woke up at eleven. Okay. We probably don't need to go there until later. Well, if we can go there quietly without disturbing anyone, because uh, we, you know we don't want people to see our archaeology and uh, get distracted from We're worried about there's work. another bunch of fossil hunters who are coming. There's this guy called like, Bilak or something like that. Also look, yes, who's also looking. We just gotta, we've just got to keep it on the down low, you know? Just like hopelessly attempting to rub nose but doesn't really know how to do it. The, uh, the woman with the, the mohawk reaches out and rubs your nose for you, Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's, oh, thank you. She smiles. But for the first time, you see a slight frown cross the face of the goth. Round out, you say? It's a curious person to be after. Do you know him? Oh, no, not personally, not at all, not at all. He wouldn't associate with the likes of us. But uh, by reputation. He's not a very nice person. Who can judge, eh? I say is that uh, not many people seek him out, if you know what I mean. Well, we don't really want to have anything to do with it. We just want to know to stay away from him specifically. Mm -hmm. You know, he's we also. If where he was and what he was doing, we would be able to stay away from him better. E so. Exactly. We've got to get the advantage. What are your names? Please. I am Dinah Klabyshev. Pleased to meet you. We am Tenebrisov. Very nice to meet you. Klabyshev. Klab Klabyshev. Good. It's right. not a very common name around these parts, I'll grant you that, but, you know, we're not from around these parts, are we? And again, he reaches down and rubs the shoulder of the... Sorry, she reaches down and rubs the shoulder of the the mohawked woman beneath her. Mohawk woman looks up at him, purrs a little, and then stands up straight and goes, and I am the minister. That's a and wonderful then bows. name. Oh. Isn't that Bow. the lady from the chase? <laughs> She's uh, the, the headmistress. Something. something like that, I feel. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> the minister. Um, didn't... Was... Can, can Infinity remember whether she heard one of them call the other one Ali? No, no, someone mentioned Ali. I thought. Roll a history check, Infinity. 
Uh, 21. You think back, and the last few days have been etched into your circuits. You have never felt this alive. You've never even really been this alive in your memory. And you can remember the past 48 hours in very great detail. During your chase, during the whole time that you've known these people, they have never mentioned Ali of any sort. Where, where are you uh, from, if you're not from around here? Well, we're from the floating city, ain't we? What, and you what's the floating must be from the same place. Floaters, floaters to a man. Do what we know what that means? Floating city! It makes sense! Do you know what that means? Yes, you would know what that means. You would know that Gunker is known as the floating city in many parts. Oh! I'm from there. Bold and bred. No, not really, but recently. Okay. I have never heard of it. Tenebris, what is the floating city? What, do I know? Wait, I know that too, right? I can't remember. Uh, it, it you, is, you definitely know that. Yeah, yes. it is very fancy, very fancy city. Um, I was on um, Uriel. Did you come on on um, transport from Gunka as well? Yes, I, I came from I came from there on the planet. That yes, is, that is that is floating city. Oh, it is so nice. Oh, right. Yeah, they're it's floating very city. fancy. They have big houses and. There's a lot of light and um, green on the on the plants are all green. Yes. Yeah, like lovely, lovely place to come as from. As much as here. Oh. I only saw main part of it was was one house, but it was very as nice. As you're talking, house. you feel the ground start to move beneath oh. you. A tremor. More tra Much like a tremor that you'd felt before vow but stronger now the truck rattles shaken around you can hear in the distance as something metallic falls over in the camp in front of you oh is that truck coming or something else i tell you what we don't know what that is what? it's been happening more recently though Infinity, do you have anything in your databanks about something weird with the planet, seismic stuff? Let me check. Beep, boop, 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 beep. Infinity has to say beep, boop, beep, boop. Her brain doesn't yeah. work. What exactly are you trying to do here, Infinity? Um, if I have anything in my like initial... Well, I guess it would have even been like from when I was sent about anything about the planet's seismic activity, I guess. So this is a straight history tech you're making, just if you can remember that. If if it was if it ever even was a thing I ever had, I don't know. Yeah. Roll roll another history check. Got a natural twenty. <laughs> oh! oh. You can be you can give me you are absolutely sure you had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you have never been more certain. It is plus four as well, so it would be 24. <laughs> Good to know. What has happened in your mind is that 
you know when you were sent, and you even have an idea of what you were expecting on this place. You knew it would be wild. You thought it might be beautiful, and you knew what you needed to do. You had to prepare it for mankind. And you knew that the kinds of places that are targeted by your bosses, by your gods, are places that are fit for human habitation, places where random tectonic activity would not threaten human society. Adding all that up, it seems highly unlikely, as far as you know, that this kind of activity would occur. Well, we shouldn't be on a planet that has tectonic activity. That wouldn't... We would never have selected it otherwise. I would never have been sent here. Maybe it's the mine. Maybe they're doing something there. They're hurting the planet. I don't know. I'm not a planet scientist. (laughs) Digging does not hurt planet. Digging is normal when you make somewhere to live. You dig. It is... The rock doesn't have... uh, doesn't pain, you know, it rocks, so don't worry. But maybe they're doing something that the planet does not like. I don't know if planets like things or not. I think they just rock. The last thing I remember <laughs> really is... big fan. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I remember is floating through space <laughs> and arriving at this beautiful blue world. And... Then I woke up with you. But I don't know, it doesn't sit right with me. You're saying that something must have changed after, if you were sent here, something must have changed after you were sent, because you would never have made a mistake like that. Absolutely not. Hmm. Anyway. We can can try and find out. Maybe someone will know, or when we are done with the Archaeology, uh, we can um, yes. look in at the rock. I would like to check. I'll ask the um, the two, uh, Dinah and the minister, have these been getting more frequent? How long have you been here? You know, is it, has it changed since you've been here? Oh, yeah, most certainly has. We've been here enough to know it beforehand, last few months, you know, last few circuits, nothing. But recently, last month, last couple of months, they've been coming in just a little bit. Just enough to wake you, you know, in the night. But now, they're getting worse. Down in the mine, sometimes they shake the ceilings down. It's dangerous. And beside uh, Dinah, the minister, Gives a little shake, like a cat-like shake. It says, too bad, too dangerous, no good, stay away, stay away. By the way, speaking of dangerous, what was that bird? Yes, I've never seen anything like it, or know of anything like it. Beats us? We ain't never seen nothing like that. You know, it's not safe here, but them things... That's a new one on us, you know. So what? We sort of thought that you must have had the uh, the whole turret 
the, the you know the the, the catapulty thing for the birds. So why do you have that if it's not for the birds? Look, it looks to me like you fellas uh maybe a little green around the uh, the uh, adventuring guilds, but I'll just explain something to you, shall I? When you go beyond the crater rim, you're out in the wilds. There's all sorts out here. You've got to protect yourself. It's not just animals. Pays to have a turret on top of your van then, doesn't it? But... Does make sense. That thing? I tell you what. The minister and I, we're very grateful. Don't know what would have happened if it'd just been us two. Well, you know, you could, um... If you want to say thanks to us, then you could help us get into the, um... Into the miny bit without getting seen, because we've got to get those. Remember, keep it on the down. And I'm this time going to get better at tapping the nose. <laughs> this time, we've got to get to the fossils without that other guy knowing. You see, uh, the the minister just gives you a little thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is it you're asking us to do? To get you in there? Without I'll tell you being what seen. We can do. They are too green to go in. You will help. You are not at all green. Well, orange. Kind of you to say. We are mostly orange. Yes, you're right. Well, hop in the back of the flatbed then. We'll drive you in. That should be no problem. But if you wanted to go deeper, if you're looking to get into the mine itself, I'll tell you what, we can try. Try and help you, but little old us... We're not exactly the most popular of people. What would you be doing if we weren't here? You just going in there, picking up a bunch of rocks and then leaving? That's what mining is, my friend. So you don't go into the mine normally, is what you're saying? Oh, I see what you're saying. No, uh, as in, uh, metaphorically, that's what mining is. No, mining entails quite a lot of serious machinery. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> so we would, we are miners, yes. <laughs> You do the digging. <laughs> they said the thing! <laughs> Not quite. We dig. We dig. <laughs> That's good to know. Where is B on, on the map? You can take us to B? We... Look. When we get in there, it's going to be clear as day to you all, right? But since we're a little ways away, maybe I need a bit of explaining. When we go through those towers, and she points out the window, and you see as the road reaches the perimeter of the mine, there's a fence, kind of makeshift fence, a lot like the one that you saw back in Val. And there are two towers on either side of a plated metal door. Again, very similar to what it was in Val. Once you've gone through there, that shouldn't be too much of a bother. Get you under the seats. Then there's only one place for a truck really to go, right? You've got to go to the hopper. In the hopper, you're going to pick up all the pieces of material that are dumped in mind. The rest of it, it's like a graveyard, you know? It's full of scrap, full of pickings. Some people even say you'll find some of the less humane miners out there of a night time. I don't judge myself. Anyway, that's the scrapyard. Can't drive nothing through there. You want to go in? That's where you'll find B. Through there. 
So we've just got to, if you can get us in, then we just got to make ourselves scarce until night time we can, you know, get to be then. That's, we can do that, surely. We're pretty good at the old stealth, stealthing. Yes, we got on your truck without you noticing. We, we thought it was a very pretty truck. We thought, wow, such a nice truck. Look at the nice truck. We definitely wow. weren't going to hold it hostage. I don't think we were. Why would... Up until the point that you said that, Euro, you can see them visibly. Yes. <laughs> for the moment, so when you, they kind of, oh, yes. Like, they're, they're clearly, and then as soon as you say that, you see the minister dig her nails into the side of the seat and then suddenly throw a look at you. All the friendship that they, you'd felt between you gone in a second. We, we really weren't going to do that. <coughs> at least I didn't think we were doing that. They didn't tell me if, if we that were. That would be a strange. I don't hmm. think we'd be able to do that. We've got to say, we like, the truck's really grown on us. It's a wonderful bit of kit that you've got here. Very slowly, you see her back start to de-arch. Hackles, <laughs> like... Yes, hackles. That's the word I wanted. Oh, I want to know more about this relationship they have, but I don't want to ask. <laughs> I want to know, but I don't want to know. Okay. Did we break your very lovely truck? I am quite good at driving, but I, I didn't really drive much before, so maybe not the best at driving. You know what? Normally someone touches the truck, it's a sticky end for that person, but in this case, we'll make an exception for you. Now look, I'd love to stay around here chatting all day. You know I would. But we've got a schedule to keep. If we turn up an hour late, chances of you going in on the quiet going to get pretty low. We should go, we should go. Sorry to delay. We'll hide. And uh, she lifts up one of the seat covers. And underneath you can see there's a sort of gap underneath the seat, which is filled with old bits of tools and bits of old broken uh, machinery and things. And then she ushers you in. Would we all fit? Or is it sort of a one person, two person? You could certainly try. Tough bit. I'll get straight in. I'll just... Is this going to be an acrobatics check? <laughs> just two of you get in without issue. It's starting to look pretty tight in there. Hang on, who's going in? I'm, I've already got in. <laughs> I'll go in as well. <laughs> in there, Uriel's in there. That just leaves ten. Nebris, are you coming in? We've both got our like hands <laughs> on the uh, edge. <laughs> you coming in? Oh, that's cute. I'll play. I will. <laughs> okay, I will. Wait, it's no problem. It's... I'll try and like lie flat on the floor. <laughs> I will try and see if I can find a space, like fit in the gaps between bits of metal and Uriel and Infinity. Any any one of you can roll an acrobatic set for this because one of you has got to move. It doesn't really matter which one. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, you do it. I think that's a good shot. Not you, Uriel? Well, she, I mean, it, it, how how good is your acrobatics check? Like, I've rolled it now. Oh, there we go. It's all done. It's an 18. Ooh. See, I told you she was the right person to do it. <laughs> you squeeze yourself up to infinity. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> to the side. Grip your neck down and slide underneath. And the seat comes down. It's nice Blackness. and dark. 
stuff. My nice. screen's still on though, so there's like a glow <laughs> coming off of infinity. She, from is. your perspective as well, it's like she's pressed up against glass, presumably. <laughs> like it casts a light over your faces and infinity. This is the first time you've seen them so close up. Maybe the first time you've seen Me. a human face so close up. Oh. Infinity. Um, I'm assuming, which direction are you looking? Who, who can you see? I was imagining that she just sort of lied <laughs> down and then everyone was just kind of like perched on top of her somehow. <laughs> so I guess it would depend on who had sat on my chest and who was sat on my legs. <laughs> As you're... Well, tell me, and as you're doing it, you hear. Sorry, the truck sorry, I, I don't know what I. Oh. <laughs> slowly starts to move. Again. <laughs> this is a bad time to be trapped in a small volume, everyone. <laughs> I'm really glad I met both of you. I'm incredibly glad I met you. Oh. I'm not quite so sure about the small one. No, I like her. Jennifer is like right next to me, and yeah. I'm like, no, I like her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Infinity. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, can, can we all get uncomfortably close to our cameras? Right. Everyone. Uh, <laughs> that's really uncomfortable. I can tell you, <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's really unpleasant. I'm very glad I met you, Infinity. <laughs> it's just, it's just so lovely being here with you all. Um, I'm... I feel like we've really grown close together <laughs> over this time. <laughs> Jungling around. I'm coming back. I'm coming back now. <laughs> That's going on TikTok. <laughs> so. <laughs> a few minutes later. Sorry, for podcast people. We all had our faces very, very close to our cameras <laughs> and it made us all laugh, which you won't quite have understood, but follow us on social media and I'm sure there'll be pictures of it. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity, for a second you blacked out and then you're back and the other two are looking at you quite strangely. You said some things. Nobody knows. What's a podcast? So, as the truck slows down, the engine starts to idle, comes to a halt, you hear shouted voices outside, faint enough, too faint to hear the actual words, and then you hear bang, bang, hitting on the side of the truck, and then the truck starts up again, and you are, you can hear the of the scree and gravel underneath the wheels. The broken axle. Yeah, and the broken, the breaking of the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just sparks flying from underneath them. <laughs> you can smell... It smells like this is someone's bedroom. It's musty. It's a bit foggy. Um, in which case... In Infinity, I... don't turn on your black light mode. Do not turn on <laughs> your black light mode. I am going to druid craft a... I can do a faint odour, so I'm going to do a faint smell of, like, I'm going to say lavender. And just like, I like to imagine she has little essential oil capsules somewhere in her. <laughs> and she's just letting out a little smell of lavender to try and get rid of some of the horrible, like, mustiness. In, in Infinite Sky, terraforming robot and, like, granny personal <laughs> assistant. Potpourri <laughs> Really sophisticated air freshener. Yes. I can also tell you the radio times. It's a very sophisticated air freshener. 
Tenebris and Uriel, can you both roll history checks for me, please? Lavender. <laughs> it caused me five points so of critical damage. Yeah. Uh, his... Oh, Eighteen. Five. <laughs> neither of you know what this smell is. In fact, oh, neither of you really know what's happening. And for an instant, you're a little bit worried. This is a new smell. You don't really know it's pleasant, but also unexpected. But before you've got a time to ask about it, <coughs> the seat flies up and the light floods in. Tenebris, you're momentarily blinded. Uriel and Infinity, you look up to see the two grinning faces of your new friends looking down at you. Come on then, guys. Come on. Out we get. Come on, me lady. Up you get. And uh, Dinah helps you, uh, Infinity, out. And then Tenebris. And then the minister puts both hands down into the hole and pulls you out, Uriel. Stay low. Stay low, everybody. Now, out the left-hand door. Out the left-hand door. And just keep going until you're in the scrap. Okay. And... Dinah pushes open the door. It opens, and you can see daylight outside. I want to, like, on my belly, snake, like, out of the door, and, like, then just, like, try and army crawl. Heck! <laughs> Isn't the door, like, two metres up? It is. Roll an acrobatic check. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely It's a want. big truck! Uh, 14. You make it to the door. You're out. Swan dive. It's a belly flop, but for you, that's not especially painful. It's just flop, you land. And then like a water skimmer, you move across the mud. And not mud, sorry, mud, across the scree and rocks. General Grievous. Are you, going, are you going fast or are you trying to go quietly? Quietly. Well, stealth check for me. I will. Survive. Bef, bef, okay. The other two. Um, other two of you, unless you want to also chuck yourself out, I'll assume you're going down the ladder. I was gonna, no, I, no. I was just thinking, oh, ladder, belly flop. I've already fallen off this truck once, I don't <laughs> want to do it a second time. In which case, both of you, uh, are you going fast or are you going quietly? Quietly. Quietly. Then oh, both I go go bang. <laughs> I will, yeah, I will... The large piece of metal that just <laughs> clang. <laughs> I will, I will say. Um, you know, thank goodbye, thank you, uh, floaters, we like you, goodbye. Um, I got a nine on my stealth check. It's a nine. I got a thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I was in the middle! Ooh, here we go! <laughs> Lads! As you leave, your two new friends give you a, a cheeky wave, say, we gotta go inside there now, but, you know, we all get breaks occasionally. If we see you, maybe we can help you out with something else. But until then, goodbye, my pretties. Bye. And then clank, the door closes, and boosh, 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 the two of you land on top of infinity. Oh. <laughs> you sit still <laughs> a for <lot>. a second. <laughs> and then you hear... The sound of footsteps, <laughs> if you hadn't guessed, on screen, on the other side of the truck. A I bang on the, see... door, oh, on the door. Chuck. And then you hear a voice. Did you lose something there? 
Had some cargo come off your truck. Nah, it's alright, it's alright, mate. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Truck like yours is always stuff falling off it, isn't it? Alright. Well, you enjoy yourself, you freaking bum. And that interaction continues in that vein. We run. We run. Anyways, grab, grab hold of me. Just close your eyes, grab hold of my rope. Grab hold of Uriel's rope. And is that it? No. no. I'm also then going to run to like, like shelter. Gonna... Just... She oh, can't see, Ali. Onto Uriel. You... The, the two, Uriel and Infinity, you head down. You're running as fast as you can. Uh, Tenebris, as far as I can tell, you're holding on to Uriel's rope. Just I know where to go. Behind him like a little cork. <laughs> I'm running, I'm running. Okay, and you look up. In front of you, you can see the compound is filled with scrap. Broken down mining equipment, by the looks of things. The carcasses of a few trucks. Two hulking, strange, misshapen machines somewhere a little bit further away from you. Lopsided, rusting. Everything has been cannibalized as you make your way underneath the belly of one of the wrecks, past a piece of uh, metal shard here, past a little mountain of rocks here, and away, and soon you're surrounded by this strange and rusted old equipment. The wind whistles through the wreckage, and it even sounds notes as it blows over the tops of old pipes and exhausts and piston tubes. Notes like that. that owl again. Somebody put that in the <laughs> alley sound effects compilation, please. <laughs> as you move away, over your shoulder you see the white polygonal dome. This geodesic dome. Now much, much larger as you're close to it. Really towering above you. So and sorry, you see that... how big is the dome relative to the fenced off area? I thought that they were like quite similar sized. Yes, yes. But the geodesic dome is very big and the fenced off area itself is also big. Oh, okay, right. So this isn't like a sort of thin band of scrap around the edge. This is like a scrap graveyard that surrounds the church of this geodesic dome, if you will. Behind you, your friend's truck sits in the only road leading to the dome. There's a massive door, two huge swing doors have opened out and the truck is backing up towards them. And you disappear into the wreckage. What would you like to do? Is everyone okay? Yes. Uriel, you fell off the truck. Are you okay? I'm surprisingly all right. <laughs> I think I landed on one of my metal bits, fortunately. Where can we hide where no one will see? We're quite well hidden now, no? Does the Geodesic Dome have windows? Not that you can see. Okay. Because mm. I just realised to... that we don't know if we're meeting inside a bee or outside. I think it looked quite clearly outside. Let me you find the picture it. again. Right, that's what the, the letters are on the inside for me. Oh, are they? Yeah, I've we we them. saw the shape of a, a a geometric shape in a circle. 
Where oh, they are on the inside. You're inside. right. Mm. Okay, so we do need to get into there somehow. Um, let me just stop you there for a second. The the uh, fences of the compound are octagonal. It is an oh. octagon compound. Ah. A geodesic dome is basically mm. a dome which has lots and lots and lots of small sides that make up a, a polygonal sort of structure that looks a little bit like a football uh, but with flat sort of oh. angles. So on the map, yeah. we want the fence. fence is the yeah. So we need um, to get around. There's a the circle fence. on the inside. Is there? Is there a circle anywhere? No. There is a circle on the inside which maybe is the dome. Which does that maybe. look right? In oh yes, I'm reading this differently. The, uh... Yes. Ali, is that right? So just from looking at our map. Would it make sense that the circle in the centre was the dome and the fence was the... Yeah, the around? proportions match up to that. I, for some reason, thought that it would look something oh. like the tropical swimming paradise from okay. Centre Parks. That's like exactly the... what I was picturing. Like, like that, that size dome. Yeah. <laughs> but with it probably far fewer swimming pools. <laughs> it is not that big. If it is the same tropical paradise, <laughs> it is the dome <laughs> that I'm thinking of. I too am middle class. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we want the inside top left vertex of the fence, but not of the dome. Yes. Right. And we are presumably, because we just came off the road at the southern or the bottom of the map, I'm assuming that's south. So we're quite away from it is what I mean. Yeah. Maybe we go around the edge of the fence. Let us go and um, check it out. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can just do a whole lap of the whole fence to see what's around. But quietly. Quietly. Very quietly. Okay. Um, roll me another stealth check, everybody. Such credit. Oh, no. Can, it can only get better. Apparently it, is, it can't. It is better for me. 12. 19. That's 10. What you're trying to do is stay within the confines of the fence, but also hiding among the bits of machinery. Mm. This place, the machinery is huge. Whatever this machinery used to be for, it was something big. This is, you know, two stories high in some places, vast traction engines, things which look like high-powered laser installations. There's a lot of big kit around here. Walking through it is it's not like walking through no man's land. It's like walking through a, a slum suburb just with bits rising up all over the place. You are not easily seen. Nothing. You can barely see more than 20, 30 meters in front of you because of the scrap rising up around you. But you can keep the perimeter fence to your left as it rises up. As you walk around, you see that there are no more towers. There are only the two towers around the gate. The fence itself, there is a space, about a meter gap, always left between the fence and anything on the inside. And on the ground in that gap, you occasionally see the little charred bodies of dead birds, and maybe one or two uh, sort of vole-looking creatures. Okay. How big are the oh, birds? Oh, I'm glad we didn't find that what out. What size are the birds? 
They are small. They there are, are just several 747-sized corpses. Does the fence here look exactly the same as the fence where we just were? In the colony? Yeah. Yes. I'm glad we didn't try and jump try the anything then. Yeah. <laughs> Can we can we see any um oh, I'm asking this but powering mechanism metallic strings wires uh boxes mm, hear any ticking sounds coming from anywhere I cannot see cuz it is the day um ugh, seven as far as you can tell it's it's there's no obvious wiring coming from the ground to the fence you're not seeing that it looks pretty standalone as far as you can tell from where you are but you can't see much further than 30 meters and the perimeter to each side of the octagon is maybe a hundred meters so you can't really tell maybe somewhere up ahead of you could be you don't know what you do know what you do see as you make your way round is that from the road you move past the first corner up to to your to the east uh, sorry to the west of the geodesic dome so you're far to the west of it now you're moving along the perimeter fence and what's happening is you're moving away from scree fields on the outside you can see through the fence and the scree is slowly starting to become hard rock. Little shrubs maybe carpeting the rock around it, lichen growing over it. But more and more, the signs of life, the signs of grasses are starting to ebb away until you approach the flat, sheer cliff. And at that point, you are to the north of the base. So you are we about where B would be on the map now? At that vertex point, do we call it a vertex point? A chat of opportunity. What do you call the Probably point in a, a oh, corner? In, that is a vertex. A corner. An it is angle. a vertex. <laughs> yeah. It is a vertex. Okay, great. I'm back in. Um, <laughs> you reach the vertex marked B. And what you can see is that unlike along uh, the side going from B to C, so unlike the side, most of the side of this sheer cliff is flat going vertically upwards as though you were standing next to the huge smooth wall of a, a massive cathedral, it's completely smooth. But on the side where B is, it starts to overhang ever so slightly. And if you look up, you can see that the overhang is just tilting over the top of the fence at B. Oh. How high above the fence? Actually, how tall is the fence? Sorry, that's probably a good first question. The, the fence is the same height as the truck, so it's about four meters. Okay. Okay, okay. Can I look around uh, the B point and try and find somewhere that we could like maybe hide, like and really hide ourselves and like 
wait in ambush, some might say. So, as it Ideally is... Ideally with a view of the overhang. One thing to point out is, in your, on your trek around, halfway around this um, site, this scrap graveyard, you've not seen anyone else. Okay. The only people that you can see, you can just see the towers, like the tips of the of the gate towers. Um, and there are silhouettes in there, what you assume are people. There is no one else around here. Okay. Um, so as it is, your stealth rolls have allowed you to remain unseen. Are you asking me if, should someone turn up, you would be still unseen? Is that what you're what asking? What I'm thinking is if we are going to wait around here for them to show up, we want to be somewhere completely hidden where we can still see what's going on. So I'm just trying to find a good place that we could maybe set up camp and like wait for the people to arrive. Roll an investigation check. Ah, oh, I rolled bad. Uh, 12. You can see the bodies of old machines. You can see a burnt out cab of one of those trucks, you know, two or three meters above the ground. The things that are close to you, the ground is hard. It doesn't look as though you could dig into it. It doesn't look as though you could bury yourself. The bits of machinery look as though they might hide you, yeah? Okay. Can I see whether the cliff is over, is sort of overhanging slightly and the cliff goes way, way up. Um, can I see whether there is anywhere up there, just because, you know, I should look into the sky with my grey eyes, that's what I'm going to be doing. Can I see anything, um, any sort of ledge or somewhere where someone could get to that would be directly above this compound if, like, say they wanted to drop something in or what alternatively something, <laughs> something <laughs> some scrap that is high enough that it's almost like reaching somewhere where someone could be if they wanted to get somewhere out. Uh, I, will, I will, as well, I'm peering, I will also relay that that's what I'm looking for. Oh, would you like me to help? <laughs> Roll a straight perception check. Oh, that! Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. Oh, I rolled good. Oh, I rolled a twenty-one. Yeah. I didn't even know that was possible for you. <laughs> you squint, <laughs> putting your goggles as hard onto your face as possible, and standing in the shadow of one of these broken-down bits of old ironwork. You squint up, and luckily for you, the shadow of the cliff, the sun is casting a shadow over it, and it's actually very dark in there. And Infinity, you see, is also looking up in the same direction, and she furrows her brows as she looks towards one side of the cliff face. You follow her gaze, and what you see is whereas all around uh, that part of the cliff, it's very smooth, almost marble-like. Actually, there's one section where bits appear to have been chipped off the edge of the cliff face. Shards have fallen down and they've fallen into the compound. Um, conceivably, 
could there be a passage through the rock that is not visible from our current vantage point above us? The overhang is such that if there was a tunnel coming out of the cliff face, you wouldn't be able to see it. Would the towers be able to see it? Roll a... Good question. Roll an intelligence check. Come on, Tenebris. Oh, get this. Five. <laughs> Five. The towers look pretty far away. They look pretty small. Maybe this thing looks pretty small to them. Or maybe it doesn't. You're not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it, it's like mid-afternoon, we thought, at this point, right? Like, yeah. post-lunchtime. When you, when you arrived, it was post-lunchtime. Now, the sun is starting to dip. That's what's allowed Tenebris to even see this. And the shadows are starting to lengthen, and the graveyard that you're in, the scrap graveyard, has gone from being pretty well lit to starting to darken around you. But I'm, what I'm thinking is we have potentially like six hours then until whatever is going to happen is going to happen. So I'm wondering if there's a more productive use of our time than just on a stakeout. Well, I'm wondering if we should be trying to get up onto the overhang. It is at this point that you hear in the distance a horn at the gates, it seems. Outside the gates? Yes. Well, you don't know. It's coming from the direction of the gates. Can I look back and see if I can see, like, lights of... Um, uh, Diner's truck, anywhere. From the ground, you can't see any of this. The things rising up around you oh, are too tall. Okay. Okay. What if it's Dinah? What, what if... What if she's what, looking for us? Why would she be looking for us? if she's looking for us, she will not honk horn because honk horn is loud. Yes, okay. You don't go honk honk, stealthy friends, where are you? <laughs> Well, you, you could. But then they fair, will say, Dinah, why you honk? You dirty floater bum. And... <laughs> I think they are very mean to floaters. That would be very rude. I think they're very rude. Yes. So anyway, about the honking. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it is next truck come coming in. Let's go look. No, let's not what if it's Let's maybe look a little. What if it's Rauna? Can we Rauna climb Rauna. up to the top of Rauna something? Is banned. In order to be able to see? Climb your Yes, that um, is better. But make sure you don't see yes. from towers, don't see you. Yes. I would like to stealthily climb the nearest <laughs> tall object. Stealth climbing. <laughs> Very well. You are a monk. Um, so roll me another stealth check and an acrobatics check, or an athletics, your choice. Actually, long. it would be athletics. This would be athletics. Right, so stealth first. Hope you're ready for this. Oh, why have you just bang. it? It's going to be bang. Uh, it's 19. Ooh. Great. And then and... Uh, athletics? Yes. Come on. Rolling hot. Rolling hot, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, that's a seven. I very stealthily miss the ledge. <laughs> yes. And fall quietly back to the floor. <laughs> He's a monk. Three points. <laughs> you identify 
the same burnt out old um, rusted truck carcass uh, that Infinity had seen when she first looked around. You climb up the sides and you get into the cab, but you don't fancy trying to go up onto the top of it. It looks a little unstable and rusted. So, standing on tiptoes, you peer out from the driver's cab. From here, you're pretty certain that you can't be seen. What you can see is you're looking directly past the side of the dome. You can see the gate, you can see uh, the two towers around it, and your sort of vision, you can't see below about a story. So what you can see is two headlights shining through the gate. You can hear the honking. And roll me a perception check. Uh, uh, that's a 16. And you can just make out, as the sun falls straight onto the front of the cab, there's a figure leaning out of the window, shouting, or gesticulating wildly, seemingly at the people in the tower. Does the figure look like it has like scaffolding on them? Do I, do I recognize the silhouette? Based on your previous perception role, at this distance, it is not clear to you who they might be. Hmm. But I didn't. But you can get a general sense of what they look like. They ain't small. They're pretty big. And that's it. Dinah and, and um, the minister said they would be around for a few hours, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Before leaving. They said they mm. got breaks with... sometimes. Oh. That doesn't sound like either of them. No. Well, no, I was just saying that they wouldn't have, surely they wouldn't have left yet. Oh, then, I see, yeah. To, in order to have left and then come back. Yeah. Okay, okay. Right. I, I re all, relay all of this <laughs> down, uh, down to Infinity and Tenebris. Well, I think we just stay out the way of this other truck. I would like, I would like to know if people are meeting here near this place. Do you think they meet here to sneak into compound? Or do you think they meet here to smuggle items up out of compound? I expect up and out. I would like to try and climb or try and see from another angle or try and... Yes, I think that's a good idea. Know where, where you could get to there from. Hang on. Because the... Right, correct me if I'm... Just to recap for the viewers at home. And definitely not for me. Um, <laughs> the, the, the whole thing was that magnetite was going missing. So it's the material from the mine was going missing, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it would make sense that if there was some kind of like uh, lighthouse keeper's wife kind of scenario with like a bucket on a rope, just pull the rocks out. Very slow and inefficient though, isn't it? Up and out rather than... No, wait, she said they, it was going missing on the road, didn't she? Well, that might be what she thought. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That might just be the logical explanation. Remember, but... so this map was given to us by... Sorry, this map was given to us. We got it from one of the people in on the operation, we believe. 
So there are three other points. A, B, and C. A, yeah. B, and C. Let us check them out and see what is there. Maybe other, maybe secret tunnels, maybe yes. secret catapults for stealing magnetite. Catapult magnetite. <laughs> well, C's just there, so let's go there. <laughs> okay, let's go there. You climb down, Uriel, all three of you set off. Um, you're quite used to moving through this terrain now. You know there's not many people nearby. You're pretty confident that you're not being heard. Wind is starting to pick up, and it's cold now in the shadow of this cliff face, where before it was the occasional icicle, uh, the occasional snowflake that drifted across your face, landing on your tongue. Now the snow is starting to fall just a little bit harder, and above you, clouds start to form. It's getting darker. I've never seen snow before. There is a lot of weather up here. As you move through the wreckage, at one point you hear the sound of the horn stop. You keep going, till eventually you reach C on your map. The ambience here is very much reminded me of Skyrim Alley. <laughs> Just it feels very calming, but um, I don't think it, it is calm. not a copyright issue. It is nothing to do with Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> 100% copyright strike. Promise you that. Um, can we have a look around again and see if there are not any other like overhangs or anything else that doesn't look normal? Yes, you can. So now, in the as we start to move towards twilight, you can uh, Tenebris, You know what you're looking for. And you've told the other two, you look up and it doesn't take you long to identify a similar breakage in the rocks above you, a similar sort of overhang in the edge of the compound. Okay. But B and C were both by what looked like a rock face on the map. Yeah, A wasn't. A is nowhere near. No. So are we going to Scooby-Doo our way back <laughs> to A now? Yeah, I think. Where is A on the map? I've forgotten it's, what map uh, looks. A uh, left hand... It's west, left. west, southwest, southwest. Yeah. All right. So we have gone past it already, we but we, past, we weren't. Yeah. We weren't really. Okay, we will it. go back and yeah. look. We didn't think to roll a d20 whilst we were going past it. Yeah. We go back and roll a d20. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a d20 at the fence. <laughs> Give me your secrets. <laughs> You're now passing <laughs> back over the compound. And as you're doing this, the shadows are long now. You can see that the shadow of the cliff face is starting to kiss the tree line. And there's one or two stars appearing in the sky. You make your way across, around the back of this. <laughs> you just, just, just said the word kiss. You just <laughs> said the word that kiss. It? Was that literally it? Just because. Yeah, because as soon as he said it's just starting to kiss the tree line, That's I immediately, not... instinctually just wanted to go. And <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do. But I stopped and... myself from doing it. It was always making me laugh. <laughs> Next time, just go with it. Yeah. Would have been great. Then people in Twitch chat just say bonk all the time if we do. <laughs> not bonk They're doing that this whole time. Let's be yeah. real. It's not even. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel, like, so I feel like I've disappointed the mum of the group. 
You move across the camp, staying to the back of the dome. As you get close to the back side of the dome... Now you're doing it on purpose. Now you're doing it on no, purpose. No, I... Do the yes, trees whatever kiss the back takes. side of the dome? <laughs> Are the shadows kissing the back side of the dome? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gone past there and it's already at the tree line. Come on. We... You hear the sound of... <laughs> heavy machinery, machines inside. But the dome is smooth. There's no... You don't see any other way in. Nothing on this side of it. Stop that, Emily. And I was just smiling then. That that was actually was just an innocent smiling. smile. That was just pure and sweet. When the no teacher punishes the wrong child. <laughs> I'm just sat here in the back being like... <laughs> Chucking like rocks at my head. And eventually <laughs> you reach the corner marked A on your map. What kind of school did you go to that people are throwing rocks at your head in class? Do you really want to ask that question? <laughs> Settle down, children. <laughs> Simon started. So, stood here as darkness begins to fall. Sun is well and truly out of the sky now. And bright halogen lights, arc lights. Come on in series around the encampment, throwing harsh black shadows across you. There's still no one near you. You're not in danger of being seen, but suddenly the ambience feels a lot more tense. I like this less. Outside the fence at this corner, you see a scree field, bits of jagged glacial rock, no plants, nothing sloping down towards the tree line. And the tree line here is as close as it gets to the entire compound. Pretty sure Scree's not glacial. I was just oh. to double check something. <laughs> oh, Scree is most definitely glacial, but <laughs> have this a chat of opportunity if you want. I'm pretty sure it's, it's like freeze thaw processes like glacier would be like a large landform or something like a moraine that's like smoothed over by a glacier but this but, but glaciers do melt and refreeze in different weather conditions thus leading to freeze thaw and shattering no no, no but that's 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 water that seeps into a rock face freezes and expands and then it blows little sections of the rock off oh dear god i'm i'm losing my footing here <laughs> like you're on a shifting scree slope <laughs> So, can I stood look here. at the fence? You can. What are you looking for? I'm basically thinking both of the other two were potentially a way in or out. Could this be the same? If there's no overhang, the next thing, or a catapult, I'll look for a catapult too, but mainly at the fence, <laughs> a, a, a way through, a bit of. I'd um... like to look at the ground while she's looking at the fence and see if there's like a hole. Okay, infinity. Um, roll me an investigation check and 10 the same, please. Natural one. Oh, uh, in the hole. <laughs> Tenebris, you scan the fence. You don't want to get close to it though. But you can see the line around it and the arc light shining from the top of the fence down into uh, the jagged pieces of metal around you. You squint again. The brightness of the light is making it hard for you to see, but you can make out the shape of the ground, the shape of the fence, there's nothing that strikes you as a way in or out. 
Infinity, you're a bit more confident. Maybe <laughs> you know what's what. Yeah. You bend down very close to the floor. Oh. And you see a little slug. A little slug just slug. moving across. That's a new oh, species. No. Oh, <laughs> new no. species, Claxon. Is it going towards the fence? Infinity, you see it just moving across a piece of metal and you're transfixed. You forget what you were looking for. It's so beautiful. The slug is important. I, I, I will put my finger out and let it slide onto the my finger. Uriel, look it, what I found. <laughs> it. Oh. <laughs> With its little eye stalks. And then it's just. Is this one called Cock as well? No, this is called Slimy. Oh. He's uh, slimy. See? And I'll put him on Uriel's bald head. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're a little slimy. It's good moisturizer. <laughs> Pretty sure that's an urban myth, actually, but. <laughs> Why were we here again? Um, I don't remember. Uh, I don't know why they have marked here on the on the map, unless it is something because the trees are close, but I don't know. Night has fallen. You don't know exactly what the time is, but yesterday night fell at around eight. Oh, okay. You don't have to really get back to, to, B. to B. Rush B. Rush B, everyone. Rush. We have time. We've got two hours. I don't think it's that far away. <laughs> I have no scale on this map. I have no idea if this is like the length of a county or a street. As the darkness begins to fall, as night truly comes, and as the moon fights with the... Stop it. I, I drowned no. really. I know that was, that was very childish. I'm sorry. I apologize. Wait, I, even I missed what, what you like. So <laughs> Don't worry. It doesn't matter. The moonlight battles with the arc light to try and illuminate the, your surroundings. The snow is falling heavily now. Is it just the um, one moon, by the way? It is not. It is the most powerful moon. The closest moon, you would know. But you do see, a little further away, the dim yellow sphere of the second moon. Uh, yellow? Yellowish. Now Okay. <laughs> Can we mark that down for some science oh. chat later? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, sure. Did I just Ooh. unexpectedly trigger something there? I no, just... no, 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 it's just, it's, I mean, it's not, it's a colour you sometimes see, but it's an unusual one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the snow falls you're shivering now Tenebris especially you're not used to this and Uriel you're tough you've worked in cold conditions before but you're just wearing a robe and a bit of rope very breezy it's chilly the ground beneath you is starting to freeze the soles of your feet Uriel and Tenebris you hug yourself tight to try and stop yourself from shivering. But you feel your teeth chattering into each other. While this is happening, there are sounds coming from the dome. You hear in the distance, floating over the wreckage, shouting, talking. You can't make it out, but it sounds jolly. There seem to be many voices. Oh, jolly, 
Engine start up. And headlights. Come on, you can see from where you are. Trucks slowly starting to leave in convoy from the base. Can I... Yes, another use of Druidcraft. Uh, now I've seen the fire from the Roach Motel. Can I do my little thumb lighter trick and just hold a flame as near to them as I can to see if it warms them up at all? The super burny blue one, which yeah. you have. Yeah. Absolutely. Warm, warm, so why do you warm slimy? <laughs> oh, yeah. We still uh, got slimy. I forgot slimy. about slimy. I got, I got bored of him. <laughs> so He's just still on your head. You press your faces closer to this intense gas-powered flame and you're, it's freezing up to the point where you feel your nose hairs burning and then it's really quite hot. <laughs> Is it helping? We are going to die. We are going to die. No, never you won't die. In my life. You have to, we have to find a, a, a vent. We have to find a geothermal vent and, and oh. make a small house under the ground because out here we will die. You will die? It's too cold. The flesh is weak, unfortunately. No, I don't. I have to concede that maybe the flesh is a little bit weak given this temperature. <laughs> well, we got to hold on until we see what's happening with this, whatever's happening at half ten. And then what? And then we will die. And then, if, if we can, we'll get into the mine and we'll be able to warm you up. It'll be warmer underground. I like mines. Tenebris, come here, and I'll just like give her a <laughs> hug, and hopefully. <laughs> Do I've got have... some kind of like, like the plasma screens are just slightly yeah. warm. <laughs> That'd be kind of in a, it would be kind of inefficient design if you were warm, wouldn't it? Really? True. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Do you have any? Does Druidcraft allow you to warm things specifically? Well, I can I can light a fire. If you um, want, mm, yeah, I can exactly. light a campfire. If you to light it, try and find something. That um, well, then as it could is, you, could you rub your thighs infinity. together really fast? <laughs> Infinity, as you reach out oh, and it's, pull Tenebris close like, to you. But, you know, bicycle, just lay on your back and just be like, stop it. <laughs> Tenebris, you feel the cold, hard plates of Infinity closing around you. You're certainly protected from the wind, but it's like being in a steel box. Is this a loving thing? steel box. This is Troubled relationship. Helps a little bit, thank you, Infinity. Appreciate your your hug. Maybe, maybe it'd be better for Uriel to do it, as you have heat. Why don't we all stand in a small huddle? We all huddle together. That's probably the best way to conserve heat. If you get in the middle, and then, okay. then we'll just kind of. Infinity, as this is going on. <laughs> it's not stealthy, is it? Standing in the middle, Someone's I'm glowing come with my screen. secret meeting. It's just going to be like a little sandwich happening. They'll just look at me like, aww. <laughs> like, oh, sweet though. <laughs> As this is going on, you look up at the sky. And for the first time, you see the stars properly. As though the, the clouds and the water vapour that were around in the forest are gone. It's crystal clear. It's like looking through a screen at the whole of the Milky Way above you. And it is our galaxy. Is it our galaxy? Intergalactic travel is a different can of worms. Interstellar travel, I will tolerate. Intergalactic oh, okay. travel is I, I didn't know that we'd said that. I, that's, that's cool. I'm sure we clarified what the, what the 
faster than light situation was, did we? Well, yeah, but it's faster than light, but then like the, the distances between galaxies is immense. As far as you know, this is the Milky Way. It has been called the Milky Way to you before. You know that you can look up to the stars and see the home of mankind, the Milky Way. Infinity, you look up and your reflexes, as it were, kick in and you start to place the stars, to map them in your mind, to read them. And suddenly, instead of looking at a carpet of pinpricks of light on the sky, it's as though you're watching the rotation of Braxigantu, as though you can feel the planet moving ever so fractionally beneath your feet. And using that, you feel like you probably have a good idea of what time it is. Yes. It's the most poetic time, time, time ever. And roughly what time might that be? <laughs> <laughs> it's nine o'clock. It's nine o'clock, everyone. I'm, nine o'clock. Sure. Approaching nine thirty more rapidly than nine o'clock. No, it's nine thirty. Sorry. How would it be approaching nine more rapidly than? Stop it. <laughs> approaching nine thirty. Infinity. You realise that you're a little bit off the first one. Hang on. Wait. No. Sorry. I didn't account for nine thirty. Nine thirty. This impressive. Some good skill. Thank you. I. Uh, well. I love the stars. I spent most of my life amongst them, or in a scrapyard. I'm not. I'm not too sure. Did you see that? Did you fly through space? Oh yes. On on your own? Were you in a void craft? You were. I, how how I did just, you get here? I just flew, travelled. I was sent here. But were you on? Were you on a ship, or were you the ship? No, no, no. I, I was the ship. What? You were just in space by yourself. Yes. For how long? I'm, oh, I'm a just going to sit down and uh, put my head between my knees. Hang on. <laughs> I do think I know that, but what, what, did we say 200 years, Ali, or something like that? We I'm, did have I'm a sure number. I'm sure we said it, but I can't remember what it was. You were sent in 2687. No, but I didn't know. That's a different It doesn't hurt. It's not oh, the same thing. I'm obviously. I would know how long I was flying. I'm sure you've told me that at some point, Ali. I don't think I've got it written down. Sorry. You would. Incredibly annoyingly, I've forgotten the exact number. Um, that was the one thing. Oh, I I've, I've got, I've got, I've got two hundred years written down here. So I think it was around two hundred years. So seems a little low, right. but okay. You a little low. Think it's around two hundred years. It's difficult to tell time in space. Yeah. Oh, it, it was hundreds Except of for years. You, it's incredibly easy for you to tell time. So <laughs> yeah. it, it's two hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got that. Um, uh, yes, it took about two hundred years. I, I believe when I travelled, I was more, um, well, advanced than I fear I am now. I, I think I've degraded over time. What did it, what did it feel like? When you, were, when you were sailing the stars, what did it feel like? It, it didn't feel like anything. I didn't feel anything. I've n never felt before. This is... When I saw you, the first time I looked at the two of you, that was the first time I felt anything. Urin is very conflicted about this. It's like a film's gone over his eyes. You don't feel, does that mean you don't get bored? I, I don't remember being bored. I just had a purpose and I was heading there. What do you feel now? <laughs> um, I don't think I've... I'm trying to learn the words, but I'm quite happy now, right now. Um, everything's amazing. I, I, 
this place is so beautiful and you two are so wonderful and everyone we meet is so alive and there was a slug i'd never seen a slug before or a bird especially that big it was a very very large bird but it was wonderful do you not miss not feeding not at all this is i mean i don't quite know what what's happening but this is amazing this is the best thing that's ever happened even when i was scared and sad it was something the snow falls harder starting to gray out your view it's about coming up to 10 o'clock we should um we should get ready for whatever is going to happen and keep 10 alive absolutely i would like both of you to stay alive oh don't worry about me i'm i'm absolutely fine yeah i'm only part organic your lips are blue i don't feel them (laughs) tenebris and uriel roll a constitution check oh no (laughs) watch this (laughs) don't (laughs) oh that was actually pretty good Um, save uh save sorry 17. I don't think you can do a constitution check, can you? You can't yeah. actively use your constitution You can, you can. Oh. Straight gone. But well, what situation would that ever happen? 19. 19. Yeah. You both hug yourselves close. It's bitter now. And the cold metal seems to radiate the frigid ice of the air itself. But you wrap your arms around you, you move your legs and knees up and down. And you manage to stave off the cold. So, so one question. Can I yeah. ask, before you ask me that question, mm. I understand that you guys are sat, stood by A, currently. Uh, didn't we move back to B? <laughs> I thought we went back, back to B. Back to... We rushed B. Quick, 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 we go back to B, quick. We're now okay. we're definitely at B. All right. <laughs> okay, I did think it was getting quiet. It was beautiful, but it was That's also... That's why you were t- doing the countdown I... of the time. That makes sense now. Okay, yeah, that's... <laughs> So I thought that we specifically said that we were going back because well, I, I think we, we had that argument about how big the, the scale yeah. was on the map. Yeah. <laughs> so, since we're at B, a little bit of housekeeping. What are you doing at B? Hiding, hiding in the truck, maybe. That we With thought. an eye looking towards the fence, in my yeah. case, at least. And I, I don't, yeah. why, why don't, why doesn't one of us look up at the overhang? Yeah. One yeah. of us look into the camp, and one of us yeah. look at the ground. I'll look into the camp. I will look at the Roll ground. me. Who is on lookout? So you're all on lookout. Okay. All perception, all stealth. Okay. I'm so it's one first? first. Uh, yes, give me the stealth first. Stealth first. Okay. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, 10 for my stealth check. 10, 6 from infinity. 21. Look, look who it is! We love you. And now... Actually, you can't. You're too stealthy. <laughs> look who we can't see! Little Miss, your... I got a 21 for my stealth check. He's on our team. Perception checks. <laughs> 13. Uh, 16. Uh, 18. You scan the area. You feel like you're probably quite well hidden. It's difficult to tell now. You're shivering a little too much, but you watch 
you wait. 10.30 comes. 10.40 comes. Oh, I have a question. Yes? For for Uriel and Infinity. Uh, okay. <laughs> Is now really the time? Uh, yes. Now, well, earlier would have been the time, but I forgot. So it's now. Uh, question. People will come. Our job is to find out what happens and stop it happening. Uh, are we all okay with potentially we jump to stop what happening? Things are happening, we stop them? Or we I just think Unless we're in danger, we'll see how things play out and work out if we can like follow people. Okay, no jumping out. Stop it. We are um, here to stop the smuggling. Yeah, exactly. We're not we're not no, do-gooders. Okay. No do-gooder. Okay. We're just here to do a job and you know get out. We Ten fifty comes. We will stop it later. Can can Infinity get out the slate that had the thing on and see if there's any like new messages? Oh yeah, that's good. The little sending stone thing. There's nothing. It's blank. Do you think we should have said yes, okay, or something into this? Like sent a message back to them. No, we did not know secret message. Where are you? I just start talking into the slate. The slate does not respond. <laughs> 11 o'clock comes. And you see nothing. No movement. You wait another hour. Nothing. It's cold. It's cold. It's midnight. We're sat in the freezing cold in a scrapyard as the snow drifts down. And nothing has happened. We need to get you two to somewhere warm. We should go. So, our characters find themselves huddled in the burnt-out shell of an old truck, waiting, waiting on the perimeter fence of this mine for something to happen. But it's been an hour and a half, and the snow is coming down, and they're chilled to their bones, and nothing has happened. Uriel and Tenebris, can you roll me another constitution save, please? I think. Um, that's an 18. 10. Uriel, you concentrate, focus. You practice punching. Your exercises, you keep your heart rate up. Tenebris. The darkness starts to lull you, reminds you of home a little, and you stay still, too still. You take two points of cold damage. Briss, no, Briss, you have to stay awake. I'm looking, I'm looking, don't worry, I'm looking out carefully. I, th I really think we should get you two somewhere safer. I think we should go into the mine. Underground. I want to go underground. I haven't been underground in so long. Go underground. Come on, nothing's happening here. Unless we could split up and you could stay here for a bit longer whilst we find somewhere warmer. How will I find you? Uh, I hadn't thought that far ahead. Okay. Um. I think it's probably best that we stay together at this point. 
What if B was underground? Didn't think of that. If A was underground. Well, there's one way to find out, and we can't stay up here for much longer because Ten is going to freeze to death. So will you? After longer. <laughs> okay, it's not the competition, but. Uh... <laughs> I've got fewer freezable bits, just saying. My flesh it is weak. And cold. I'm so cold. Okay, let's let's I agree, let's, let's go, get let's underground. go, let's go. <laughs> I start like pushing them to get them moving. Where are you headed? Where is headed? the mine? Well, it's under it's under the mine? dome. We think it's under the dome, don't yeah. we? Yeah. yeah. Let's get to the edge of the dome and see if we can listen in and work out where if it's safe to go in. You pick your way through the shadows. It's been dark for so long now that you're starting to be able to see some of the details that you couldn't before. A rusty piece of tubing here, a jagged piece of old machinery there, a part, some sort of huge colossal generator, all at odd angles, tilted, thrown away. You walk towards the gleaming dome, still white in the arc lights, shining over the top of the camp. As you reach it, you no longer hear the noises of banging, drilling, clanking. It's eerily quiet. This dome rising out of the ground like some sort of ethereal bubble just shining. Okay. Where are you headed? Exactly, in relation to, where are you trying to get to? We only saw one entrance, we've been yeah. round this whole thing and there's only one entrance to this dome, right? Yeah. That we've seen, South. I think, yeah. So yeah, let's head, let's head towards the entrance and see if there's a way. Are you just walking? Are you trying to be stealthy? Or are you going fast or slow? I don't think anybody is around out in the cold. fast, yeah. Yeah. So you, just something to bear in mind, Tenebris, you certainly, You've been moving, but the bitter chill is coming again, and you you know it's deep in the night now, the coldest hours. So if you want to move quickly, maybe you can avoid you know, something from that. So you're running, basically. Yeah. Okay. You jog. Your feet clanking against little bits of machinery little pieces of metal scattered on the ground, mixed in with the shattered pieces of rock. Um, as you move round, your shadows fall, pitch black, on the surface of the dome, elongated, twisted out of shape, moving around the outside. The snow still falls on your cheek, cold. You feel vibrations again under your feet. Strong, powerful shaking of the earth. It catches you off balance and you all stagger slightly. Uriel, you put out one hand to touch the dome and it's warm. The snowflakes melting off it. What's it made of, the dome? Is it like clean white, you know, like, does it have that gr like up close, does it have grubby streaks where the rain has come on or is it just like white? You can see up close that <coughs> There are, there's no mud marks, there's no stains like that, but there are almost watermarks 
where the rain has rubbed off it, and the occasional scratch where something's clearly been pushed up against it. This isn't some sort of completely inviolable material, um, but it does shine under the moonlight and the arc lights. As the quake comes to an end, you catch your footing again. You keep moving. Don't as love you, those quakes. As you reach the far side, you see a much smaller doorway. You can see that the large panels that the truck had been pushed up against are shut now. But on the far side of that, a smaller space open, and out from it pours golden, warm light. And a silhouette stands in the door and calls out. Who's there? Who is it? I think we try and hide. Cannot, we have to go inside. Please. Everest, I think this is one for you. I will keep moving forward and say hello. You approach. Yeah. You see in front of you an older woman, hunched. She can't be more than four feet tall. She leans on a rusty prosthetic arm that extends all the way down from her shoulder joint, almost like a crutch that's bolted onto her shoulder. As you get closer, the shadows of her eyebrows fall on the floor. They're so bushy, exploding out of her face. She leans nervously into the darkness. I've not seen you before. No, I am new here. Uh, please, please, can my friends and I come inside into the warm? It, it is cold and we did not have uh, warm bags or clothes for this. Roll a persuasion check. I'm going I'm going for like the the sympathy vote here. You see her furrow her brows. She takes a little step back nervously. You kinda come in! Nobody comes in after night! Not without permission. Nobody comes in. But, but it is cold. We will, we will freeze if we cannot come in. Can you not, please, just give permission this once for us? You see, she looks over your shoulder, Tenebris, and she sees the silhouette of Infinity, tall rangy moving towards her no you stay back you stay back you can't any no no and she starts backtracking into the door it's a it's okay we're friends and i'm gonna cast charm person and i don't know how i'm gonna do it so ah. and i've not wanted to do it future emily's gonna hate you i know write it down we cannot escape it this we must do 
but for now, person. Uh, it's a wisdom save from her. DC? 14. It's a nat 20. I'm so sorry. Oh! Right, no one go down. That's all my spells. <sighs> she shakes her head as though trying to shake off some sort of insidious voice inside her mind. She looks up. You do that? Who did that? No, no, no. And then she turns around and starts hobbling back into the door as fast as she can go. Please, we're not here to hurt you. As you talk to her, she's going inside the door. She's almost out of sight now. You two have to go inside. Go. Right, come on. I'm going to... You hear the sound of the door starting to close. I'm running. Running in the door. Um, yeah. Mm. This is not a super slow, like, is you know, late? action film closing door. This is a door which is going to close relatively quickly. So I need you all to roll either athletics or acrobatics is your choice. That makes no difference. Okay, here we go. <laughs> 19. 22. Natural 20. Ah! You can't stop us. You can't. We're getting warm. <laughs> the polyhedral dice are on our side now, master. Nebris <laughs> <laughs> is, is is getting is is like desperate, and it's that it's that just slightly more, slightly more aggressive, slightly faster, slightly more violent, almost than she would be at, at any other time. Just head down, scrambling in, pulling past. You're even pulling past. Uriel and Infinity to try and get in. You can feel the warmth coming out of the door. You force yourself in between it. Uriel, you're just behind her. And Infinity, as the door closes a bit around you, you put your hands out, brace, and Uriel and Tenebris, you grab her hands and pull her through. As the door closes behind her, you see to your right the woman standing by a door panel, and she looks terrified. We're not going to hurt you. That's not. I, I, we just I didn't choose. It wasn't my choice. He made me do it. Who made you do She's it? She's stepping back. She's stepping back. Where's she stepping and back towards? Who's hurting you? Oh, God. So, let's take a beat <laughs> to see what you see. Oh, boy. Oh, man. And you're you're all just 20 people with guns are pointing <laughs> at you. Ali's going to describe a floor plan any minute now, just so that we all have a good sense oh, of the no. space. Oh, no. Floor plan. <laughs> you blink under the high-powered lights that illuminate this space. It's painful, the brightness, Tenebris to you especially. You breathe in, and instead of the softness of the snow, it's harsh dust in the air. Your lungs almost hurt from it. It tastes of rock, metal. You feel the vibration of air against your skin. The guttural hum of generators still working through the night. You're under this enormous dome. It's wide, very wide. Maybe the size of a football pitch. You're thinking that kind of size. In the center of the room, a huge, broad, black hole. Not perfectly round, 
but instead almost like a three-leaf clover. Three cylinders of black going down into the ground, joining sort of in the middle. But not, not completely separated. Um, like a clover? Yes, yes. Yeah, a clover's a good way of looking at it. Or you can imagine, you know, one of those colour wheels which do light and they sort of overlap. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. like that. Um, and how, so what, what, we drew a picture. <laughs> what percentage of the space is the hole and what percentage is, is like, can we stand on, roughly? It's it's a wide space, so I would say well, it's about the hole occupies a, oh, between a half and two thirds of the diameter of the room, of, right, under the okay. dome, okay. and around it is is ground. So it's not like pressed against the wall in a hole. It's no, absolutely. Space not. It's big. It's big down here. You can see uh, the light. The beams of light are coming from these very powerful, bright white lights, all placed on the ceiling, the inner ceiling of the dome. Many of them shine deep down into the hole itself. Cranes stand around the hole, not moving now, not working, but still lowering thick cables down. You can see one or two of them have platforms that have been brought up to the level of the ground. On your left, you can see a maze of conveyor belts, not moving anymore but still with bits of dust and one or two pieces of rubble on them. And they lead to the large open doors that you saw the truck pull up against on the other side. On your right is a little shack. I say a shack, it's a hut. It's a, it's like a, like a foreman's hut, basically. The woman is moving away from you, backing up towards the hole. We don't want to hurt you. Do we want her to remove herself from the equation? No. You can see she, she's looking at you. She casts an eye over her shoulder. She's pushing back, pushing back. I, I, it's, not, it's not, it's not me. It's not me you want. I can. Okay. We just can stop. help you. Just stop. Oh, I can help. Fantastic. Is there a guardrail on the hole? No. So optimistic. Walk forward. No Great, we're in the Star Wars universe, everyone. <laughs> Just um, walk forward. Just step, step forward. We want your help, please. We're not going to hurt you. If you find so, I, I can't. You, I, it's fine. I can't. Um, I can't. She's reached the side of the hole now. Wait, gravity's a bigger enemy than we are. Look, Next to her. Look, look. Can I druid craft a flower? And just be like, Stop trying to flower your way out of every situation. I will flower my way out of everything. Next to her, you see a tiny stand. Well, not, sorry, not a tiny stand. A stand. A little sort of pillar. And she hits it. And... You hear the sound of motors begin to turn. And you see pulleys and cables start to move. And then, as she stands there... You see her, with her left hand, pull something out of her belt. Don't do it! Don't come any closer! Don't do it! I'll do it! I'll do it! I'll do it! She's holding up this thing. You can't see what it is. Um. <laughs> Jesus. We're sorry. 
the platform reaches the surface, she backs up onto it. Where are you going? She smashes the button and lowers slowly out of sight down into the hole. So, sorry. I'm choosing to believe this is like a centimeter per second. And it's very <laughs> awkward. Sorry. Just like, I'm just, just... Any, any minute now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goodbye now. Right. See you soon. Yep. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye. They're still there. Okay. Yeah. Um, and are there any signs that anybody else is up on this top level? Make a perception check. 18. You don't see anyone. Okay. Uh, you said there was a hut. Yep. Can I go over to the hut and see if there's like a window I can like peer in? There is no window. Door. There's a door. Listen. You hear nothing apart from the echoing of the roaring whirring of the motors still going. Are you two feeling warm? I think we it is warmer in here. Try and hide. <laughs> Um, I'll try and open the door to the hut if I can. It opens. Inside, you see racks of safety gear. Oh, very responsible. Um, My hand. When you say safety gear, what do you mean? So you crane your head over Infinity's shoulder and you look. It's seemingly yellow cloth outfit. There's respirators on, hard hats, lights on the hats and thick uh, soled and um, toed boots. Lovely. So with a respirator and a mask, you know, with all that on, presumably it looks like the face is going to be pretty much obscured. Like just, just from your description, it sounds like it's the kind of thing that would mostly obscure your face. So looking at it, you have these thoughts. I... And you wonder the same thing. I think we should maybe put these on. It might help us hide, blend in. Now, Infinity. I mean, I'm a shiny robot. <laughs> yeah, no offense. I don't think we're going to get away with. Unless... We could try. All right, we could try. Okay. Is there like a. <laughs> Can we find one that's like a full fake. Or like sunglasses? Anything. But you <laughs> hat and you have rest No one will see. Infinity has. Oh, a funny shape. On her head. head like. And a like, antenna that, like, comes. Yeah. Out, it's like, oh, it's like the Farscape like ship. A ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a So, um, yeah, I don't think a hat's going to fit on. It could, well, it could fit on her head, but then there would still be this, like, glowing uh, ring around it. What if we try to disguise you as something that's not a person? Only we were level two. <laughs> oh. Transformers activate. Um, <laughs> Are you sure Future Emily wants to discuss that? Transformers? That's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Nanobots. <laughs> we could say for the sake of... I had always assumed that that sort of beautiful rough mm. kind of thing that you've got going on there doesn't necessarily need to be there, but you choose to have it there, Ooh, so that should you wish to move just... it around, you could. Well, I like to think of it as kind of... Well, we just get a really big hat and put it over it. Just... <laughs> That's... Have... Yes. Really big hat. Do you wish to search for a really big hat? Yeah, I want to put the biggest hat to see if yeah. it will be Yeah, it's like clear. Helmet. There's a line of hats from pretty tiny to absolutely colourful. Dustbin sized. And you remember that, of course, this whole place is filled with people who augment their heads and stuff. There's people with radar beacons on their heads. There's people with all sorts of horns and stuff. There's people who really don't want to mess up their hairdo. They're all here. Very important. There's actually a lot of those really big hats. 
<laughs> Trying to like d do PPE in this universe must be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll get a really big hat. Should we all put on? Like, if you're a species, or if you had augments that that were not like you didn't breathe through your nose and mouth, if you had like ventricles in your like neck gills. or something like that, or gills, yeah. how do you do a face mask? Like, do you just have to? Yeah. Do you just have a yes and a face scarf? Like, it wouldn't be a face scarf, would it? It'd just be a be a it'd be a scarf mask. Your scarf mask. Face was on your neck as well. <laughs> a blob for a head. So just... yeah, you just have yeah. a, a shapeless. It's a little radar dish for collecting. And your eyes are here, like. Whoa. <laughs> you know, I hate oh, that, this... Do you know what they're called, right? This the things in medieval art that have their faces on their chest. They don't have a head, but they just have a oh, face no. on their chest. They're called blemies. Why? Oh, yeah. like the fish. Out to get us. Yeah, just like your face on the things. It's just a blemmy. I love oh. that word. <laughs> okay. In the course of this discussion, you've all put on your PPE. We're saying this whilst we're yeah. putting our PPE. Yeah, I've yeah. never heard yeah. about <laughs> blemmy. <laughs> no one will recognise me. On goes all your stuff. You can choose to wear the respirators as and when you please, and you can just about hear yourselves through them. Or <laughs> maybe more than that. Hey, I think I forget that. I expect you to die. Nobody cares about us until I put on Ali's regretting life choices. <laughs> of course they're Bane masks. Yeah, of course they are. What else would they be? I wanted what was Bane first. I expect you to die. You dig. <laughs> You think a constitution saving throw is your ally? <laughs> <laughs> so, is this what you're going to do for the next we're gonna do however many hours until. <laughs> then we're going to do every line of dialogue as yeah, Bane. Every line as Bane. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to look for some buttons <laughs> and platforms and see if we can work out which buttons work, which platforms, and which ones go where, and where that lady went, and where the three places go. Invest we're investigating, aren't it's we? It's time to go. <laughs> it doesn't take much. You can see that there's essentially a path which leads to this one platform where there is this two buttons, one of which she pressed, and peering over the lip of the mine, you look down, you can't see the bottom. It disappears into darkness, even though there's lights piercing through the dusty air going down and down and down, but you can't make out where the bottom is. But what you can see are thick cables still vibrating ever so slightly when they've just been used. And at the Old woman about 50 suit, centimeters below. Like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're still up there, dears. Can I see an equivalent platform in one, on one of the other sort of sides, one of the other, maybe one of the other three tunnels or three? Shafts. Yes, it doesn't look like it. From where you can see, no, you. There are cranes and pulleys, uh, mm. and no, other... platforms that move up and down, but they don't yeah. seem to be pedestrian platforms. <gasps> that was the only one. She took the only platform. That's weird. Ah. How I don't know how we can get down because these other things—they're not for people to jump on. Could we play, press the other button? But what, what if, if that's she the... comes back? <laughs> I press it. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I'm really 
You start to see the platform materialize out of the darkness towards you. Old woman smashing the button. (laughs) (laughs) Down, down, down. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, it's empty, right? It's empty. empty. It is empty. What if she jumped? No, it's fine. Oh, okay, that works. I just realized, does it look like, is it the clover like my tattoo? It's just like that, yes. For people on the podcast, it's what we were talking about earlier. They're called Boromian rings, if you want to see what my tattoo looks like. Is there a slightly worse version called Faramian rings? No, a better, a better version. (laughs) A misunderstood version. version. (laughs) Sorry. uh, uh, Badly treated in the film version version. (laughs) Justice for Faramir. I love Faramir. I feel like we've strayed somewhat. um... (laughs) Just... Okay, no, we won't do more Emily's... Carefully crafted tense situation which we have found ourselves in. Sorry. Sorry. sorry, We go down onto the platform. (laughs) 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 You stand on the platform looking into the black abyss below you. Press the button. Yes. You fall. Quite fast. Oh, the oh. I'm going to sit sit down <laughs> on the platform. It is safer to be lower center of gravity. Yes, you don't fall, fall. You you drop down. I don't want to fall off. You don't want to do the thing you, you do in a lift where you jump and say. <laughs> if I time this perfectly right. <laughs> Who's sitting closest to the edge? Me. Me. <laughs> no. I'm sitting. We're both sitting next to each other. Are you next sitting too? Sit with me. Yeah. Shall we look Looking over? Around. We'll all sit near the edge. The safety. There are a lot of edges. Everything is coated with a thick layer of dust. <gasps> Breathing through the respirators, you no longer feel that in your lungs, but you can oh, see it everywhere, coating everything. But the walls don't seem jagged or angular. They're smooth, incredibly smooth. This looks like it was a fine bit of engineering. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Uriel? <laughs> <laughs> I, I say, leave the respirator on. <laughs> leave it on. Leave it on. <laughs> I said this was a fine piece of engineering. <laughs> Ali's out. That's it. You've done it. Done. No, <laughs> Drilling equipment must be very impressive. <laughs> Fuck, we've got a bat! <laughs> you come to a stop, jolted against the floor beneath you. How far, like, what size is it, the light at the top now? How far did we come? It's small. You can just, you can see it still. But it's a long, long way up. You can hear around you the echoes booming of the sound of the the motors booming away from you into the darkness around you. Lights snake off into the distance. Your eyes take a moment to adjust. It's so dark down here. Even with the remnants of the arc light's illumination, the dust is eating away at their power. The shadows creep into the corners. You're standing in a huge cavern. But it's not natural, artificially made. The walls smooth, 
the cavern itself, that same globe shape. Three wide tunnels cut away into the rocks in front of you. Small lights snake into the distance. Is, sorry, is that one at each of the bits of the clove, or are they all sort of in front of us? Hmm, one comes off. It's not completely regular, but it looks as though they're going in different directions, moving different directions from the clover. A fourth tunnel, a little bit smaller, not so well lit, also snakes away from you on the far side of the cavern. You feel the floor of the cavern beneath your toes, once smooth, now pitted and scarred. It vibrates, shaking again as the ground starts to quake. You hear the sound of rocks falling in the distance in the tunnels. The air around you becomes almost vibrating and then it settles again. What would you like to do? When you said that the tunnels were smooth, like the shafts were smooth, is that like perfectly smooth? Or do you mean like very finely machined? Or, do, or is it like perfectly smooth? Roll an investigation check. Uh, what's my modifier? That's a 14. You put your hand up, touch the sides of the walls, and scrape the dust away. Beneath your fingers, it's glass solid glass surrounding the sides. I think this might have been cut by laser. It doesn't look like machine work to me. <laughs> I can't talk to you when you're doing the voice. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm a necessary performance. <laughs> 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 After all, if I took off this mask, it would be extremely painful for you, for me. <laughs> right. Yeah, it looks like it's cut by a laser. Oh, how interesting, Uriel. <laughs> What's happened to... What are you doing? We have to find somewhere where we can rest. But yes. where they won't find us, and where the rocks won't fall in on us. Could I get a sense of the direction in which the the shaking was coming from? Like, if there, if there was like a focal point Ooh, anywhere. Is it directional? Yeah. Roll. If it was directional, hmm. would you be able to tell? I don't know. And if so, how? It's a good. Point. I guess if you were being like, mm, you could try and look tiny. for an intensity difference. Yeah, it would be wanted. a very minute, like. But you know, well, if, if you... there were more rocks, okay. one way. Well, let's okay, fine. Well, let's roll a roll an, a nature check, and you're going to go <laughs> to the different parts of the cavern wall and try and sense for a different strength of vibration. I didn't roll that well, but uh, seventeen. You try, you feel like maybe you could get a sense of it, but it's powerful. 
and it seems to be just too strong. Uh, yeah, I guess the stronger it is, the harder it would be to sense any kind of direction. Well, no, the stronger it would be, the stronger it is, the easier it would be to sense because you'd be getting the depreciation in the strength would be not linear, so it would be, a, mm -hmm. I would assume. Um, uh, which, I, I missed which matter. variable we were talking about here. Was this magnetic field strength? No. This is the strength of vibrations traveling through rock, and I'm saying they attenuate oh. in a, in a non-linear fashion, which would mean that the further away you get, it's not just a straight decrease. It's like much worse with each bit of difference. That's know. just a yes, though. Anyway, you can't sense a difference. Okay. That's fine. Um, is there any evidence of which way the old woman went? Like, is there is there marks in the ground? Roll a survival check, Uriel. Uh, that is. Please be a good modifier. Uh, oh yeah, eighteen. Yeah. You look down at the ground as Infinity is putting her hands to the wall. Tenebris, what are you doing at this moment? Um, How do you feel to be back underground? This is a bit strange. This Back. Is not how it is. This is. <coughs> this is not how. But, well, I mean, yeah. Like, am I am I right in assuming, Ali, that this is like a bit peculiar, like the, the glass of the walls and the. the it's way not what you're built used and, to. Yeah. Yeah. Not not convinced, but better than up there. Um, I, I would like to look. Well, just that that was more for flavor because yeah. Simon, uh, sorry, Uriel's yeah. about to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, do I'm that generally after. looking around. I don't know. Okay, all right. Um, Uriel, you, down on all fours, you look at the floor. You're trying to get your visor close enough to the floor so that you can make out the difference in the dust in the air and the dust that's just been kicked up off the floor with the movement of the, the trolley. As you go further out um, across the floor, you do start to see imprints in the dust. Footprints. And they do lead somewhere. They're going towards the fourth tunnel. Where does... So, so the three tunnels are in the centre of the lobes of the three shafts, correct? It's not... It, it's not... It's not exactly in the centre of each one. They just... They're sort of trying to go in different directions as though they were tunnelling out in different, you know, some going north, south, east, west, whatever. Right. The fourth one sits roughly between two of the other ones, as though they were trying to do north, south, east, west, but it does seem a little bit smaller. And as you follow the footsteps, you get closer to it. And the closer you get, you realize that the light coming from it is very dim. In fact, it's almost like there's no electrical light in it at all. As you get up closest to it, you see hanging off the side of the entrance a battered piece of red tape. Looking on the other side, you see the same thing on the other side. So maybe this had once been taped off, like police tape. Tenebris! What can you see in this tunnel? I'll go over and peer down with my superior dark vision. You look into the darkness. There's still light bouncing off the walls, but it's very, very dim. You see a tunnel. It seems to have been artificially cut. It's sloping downwards slowly, and it's curving slightly to the right. You see as far as the edge of the curve. It's a tunnel. 
I figured that much myself. Um, are we? I think we should go down. That's where the old woman went. I think. Do you think we should follow her? I feel like she might cause trouble for us. I think she was just scared. Well, she was going to the person who was in charge. And I feel like, one way or the other, we're going to run into them. Would you like to run into them now, or would you like to sleep and run into them later? Well, this way, we might get the element of surprise. I think now. Yes, I think now. I will say my uh, energy reserves are low, so I cannot do some of the more uh, impressive things that I might sometimes be able to do. We'll do this together as a team. Okay. That said, Tenebris, you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrifice the fleshy. You are acceptable losses. But also, you can see far better than either of us. I see right. quite well in the dark, actually. I don't want to lose you. <laughs> you step out. <laughs> down the tunnel. I will follow Tenebris pretty close behind, because I don't want to lose Tenebris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about Uriel, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a triangle kind of going on. Yeah, yeah. After about a minute's walk around that slow, shallow bend, you reach a dead end. A wall of rocks two stories high, lit in an eerie twilight, the final piece of reflection of the arc lights through the air. It's a cave-in, by the looks of things, one that's blocked the tunnel. Can we look for signs again of where someone coming this way recently might have gone? Things that have been disturbed, marks in the dust? And I even, would say... Are the, foot, are the footprints covered by dust, i.e. did the cave-in happen after they'd gone through? I'd say, Uriel, you can, using that survival check, that's still good. You follow the footsteps. And they go, and they go, they walk towards the cave-in, they walk right up to the wall, and then they disappear. When I put my hand on the wall, is it some kind of illusion? Your hand goes straight through. Uriel, what happened to your hand? I think it's a hologram! Check it out! I can just move my hand through it! I'm gonna stick my head through it. <laughs> you see a much, much smaller tunnel. Tight. Just about the same, about enough size to get through, uh, that a person could get through, but roughly hewn. Not the smooth cutting of the previous tunnels. It's very dark. But at the end of it, you do see a dim green light. I've read The Great Gatsby. I know how this goes. Um, okay, let's carry on as I guess we were. Go quietly this time. Yes, very quietly. So, can I get a marching order, please? I'll go first. I'll go second. second. I'll bring up the rear. First, valiantly. Second. Uriel bringing up the rear. Valiantly. Valiantly. Don't forget valiantly. Valiantly bringing up the rear. Now, all of you roll stealth. 
flames and yodels. Nice. <laughs> uh, that was a nine. Eighteen. Eleven. Oh, if I'm doing the best at stealth, we're in trouble. Your footsteps echo around the hall, and you scrape yourself into the tunnel. Tenebris, you going first. You catch your skin on the sides of these rocks. They're hard, jacket. Ah, you can't help it. You let out a quick ah, of pain. Infinity, you're doing better. You're modifying your steps, staying quiet. Like Uriel, like you're still loving the sound of the voice that you have coming through this thing so much that you're talking to us. I think I should. Uriel, Uriel. <laughs> Only I can... Uriel stop talking. Do you feel in charge? <laughs> Infinity. No, Tenebris. You get closer and closer to this green light. It's an entrance. It's still thin, it's tight. You reach the very edge and look out, and you're in a tiny cave. Natural. The edges are rough, hewn. You can see moss on the walls. Glow sticks, green, hang on the wall, just enough to illuminate the space. You smell musty earth, the sour scent of bat guano. That's what in front of you. <laughs> About I think we're in a bat cave! <laughs> About no. 20 feet in front of you, a tunnel larger snakes off again into the darkness. You hear. Bank! Bank! To your left, you see a woman. Ah. Plates of black metal. Replace parts of her skin and scalp. She has long, wiry limbs. She moves gracefully from foot to foot, like a dancer, like a panther. Plates scraping quietly against each other. A mane of jet black hair tumbles down behind her head. In one hand, she carries a dull looking metallic object. In the other, a diamond-bladed chainsaw. Chainsaw? The green of the glows, glint of the diamond teeth. To your right, a slender young man watches oh, you. Bald. He's young, almost a boy by the looks of things. Soft features still yet to be fully formed. One of his arms has been Augmented, the steel claw. In it, it holds a chunky piece of granite. His skin still looks raw, red from the surgery. They're close, no more than ten feet away from you. Have they spotted us? I need you all to roll initiative. Oh in. God damn it! In on them. I have no spells left. If you go down, I can't bring you back up. It just won't go down, it's fine. Yeah. So, uh, the old woman had the chainsaw, and the young man had a claw, was that correct? Yes. Holding, holding a tackle. rock. Holding hey, he's a rock nerd. He'll be fine. A nine. Thirteen. Fourteen. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. 
boy, oh boy. Can I never see a 13, is that right? Yeah. Infinity 9. Okay, big question, guys. Do we want to do this now, or do we want to wait? That feels like quite a good point to maybe break, I think. I want to do it. That's precisely <laughs> we're why. Gonna, we're not going to fit. Well, I don't think we have time to finish the... Exactly. That's Chombat, so it'd be better to do it all in one go rather than start it and then pause it and forget where we all are and what we're doing. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, well, do you want to do I a little will... end bit, Ali, and I'll cut this bit out? Uh, well, we, we... I mean, yeah. we can keep this bit in, it doesn't matter, but... Um, uh, okay, well... And at that point... We're going to stop. But before we do, I'm just going to roll initiative for these two characters. So, are you going to tell us what we got? Just to taunt us with it. Low, low. They both are really low. They're very low. Ones, natural They one sounded one. like really low thuds. What dexterity do you have, um, Gabriel? <laughs> A dex? Uh, come on, come as on. in the modifier or the value? The, the, modif the value. The value. Uh, 16. All right, very good. Okay, okay, that's one of them. Now it's not so... the time for combat. That comes <laughs> later. <laughs> so, so... <laughs> Am I going to do this the entire time we're in the hazmat suits? The answer is probably yes. I w you will be leaving the hazmat suits quite quickly, I think. <laughs> given that this is what's happening. I was wondering um, what would break first. <laughs> <laughs> The Sorry. role play, all your plans. Well. <laughs> yes. uh, so it will be. Oh, are you telling um, me? Do you think in the world of D and D, Tom Hardy's called Tom Constitution? I <laughs> get in the bin. <laughs> I've been. I could have forgiven everything up to that point. Um, this is. I've confused myself. Hold up. Have they got a one and a two? Yeah, one and two for them. We heard it. Thud. Oh. Wonderfully. Oh, I know. Right, it <laughs> is. I want both their initiatives. <laughs> Uriel, you're going to go first. Sick. That's as much as I'm going to tell you. Ah! Damn. Oh. <laughs> okay, so it's Uriel, then it's one of the characters because yeah. he asked and about me. And, and, the, and the characters are aware that we are there. Then and then yeah, we, we just walked in. We just they were standing there waiting for us, yeah. and we just walked in. Are we in the whole room, or are we in the tunnel? Because if so, you're in the, in the, room. the back. Yeah, and Uriel was at the back, and it was a narrow tunnel. I mean, so these I are kind of questions in. that you would ask during combat, um, okay, but you okay. can ask them again during the actual combat. Oh, we shall. Okay, we will. I mean, Thanks. you're definitely in a narrow tunnel, like a tunnel the width of a person. Oh. Sounds lovely, thank you, Ali. Sounds like I'm going to be readying my action. Oh boy. Okay. You can't really movement, though, unless you use the dash, and then you haven't got a punch. That's no, true, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, so we do we do yes. an end to this, or is it just over? It's over now. It's over, goodbye. The end is some plugs. So so thank you for um, hanging out with us. Uh, for people watching live, thank you from the past. You know. Let us know what your favourite bit was in the comments. <laughs> nice. I um, like that bit too. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back next uh, Thursday evening. Um, also, a pre recorded session with a D&D &D brief. We should um, discuss now what we wanted to talk about because yeah, normally we do do that. We do. Um, yeah. I wanted to. I had a very depressing thought, which was this idea that we don't know what lavender smells like. And that was sad. But possibly because 
this is today spoilers that we're recording this is the day the ipcc report came out it made me wonder about what smells in the future are people not going to know Oh no! They'll only know burning. So maybe it that's sounds a... like oh. that's... It sounds like the kind of thing that you would like write a like poem about, like yeah. sort of climate change. The smells we smell once knew. Yeah, like the lost smells. Very... So, oh. so I could look into that and have a look at uh, what, oh what smells gosh. we're going to lose to climate change. Sure. sure. I feel like we have to do a a spell thing because we've had a few spells now and we've not talked about them. So let's choose one and do it. <laughs> Um, Charm person would be a good one to start on. Yeah, I would say that's. What I will say is, one. does that touch maybe a little bit more on like what Tenebris normally does? Or but I'll be doing do it in a different way. way. I will. Yeah, we'll I have doing a, it a different way. I have a yeah. like, and also Ali, um, your D and D briefing this time, right, Ali? Yeah, it's be Ali and Simon this time. Right? Yeah. Yes. And... Well, I guess it's. Which is Sorry. fine. Like you it can depends if take my spell. You, do you, you do you care if I did your charm person? Not, not. Well, no. You just look into it, and then we can all decide together, can't we, what it is? So yeah, cool. Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I like what you've said, but and also, that's Ali, not how you, I did you know, it. You know how my stuff works, so you yeah. Can so I'm not going to do your overlap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Thanks actually. for that. Yeah. So now I have to find a completely new way that it works. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a robot way. Uh, the other thing that came out today, I just thought was the fact that the moon was yellow. I just thought that was quite yeah, interesting. That I, 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 well, I, I'm. Is it? Is it? Surpri yeah, I was surprised that it was surprising that it would be yellow. Because like, I think the moon is yellow here sometimes. Sometimes quite yellow. I mean, it's very grey. Like, it's if, it's very desaturated. Oh, but if it's harvest moons are like... It's not like... Yeah, you well, I think... Yeah, it's low in the sky and you're seeing it through the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, it's all yellow, which is also... Which, like, I feel like the like both, both the atmosphere of, of the planet that you're on and then the colour of the sun and then the colour of the moon. I feel like there's always interesting yeah. things to discuss there about what uh, colours... And... You know, Io is an example of a, of a volcanic moon that is yellow. It's, you know, volcanic through sulfurous yeah. deposits. We could, it would be poet, right, very poetic if we did like hmm. the colours of space and the lost spells of the future. Oh, that's quite nice. Colours of space. Can you paint <laughs> with all the colours of the space? <laughs> oh my god! Weirdly, <laughs> talking about uh, that song, I was like, I like to make, D I like to find songs that I think go with like D and D characters, and I figured Colours of the Wind was quite good for Infinity. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And like a whole new world, and basically a very Disney playlist. Mm. Probably yeah. part of your world as well, kind of fits in. Oh, like, oh, a whole new world definitely does work. Yeah. So, so Simon, you want to do smells? Are you keen on smells, or would you like? I'll to do, do some smelling. Yeah. Okay, in that case, Ali, you get to you can choose whether you whether you. All right, I'll do. I mean, charm person is the obvious one for me since I don't really know oh, yeah. the okay, colours of space, but. <laughs> Great. Okay, so like now that that's well. sorted, yeah. <laughs> we will be back <laughs> next week with well, colours and charmingness. Yeah. Um, Thursday at seven pm, uh, as always, and then the week after that we'll be off. Um, but we'll we'll remind you about that uh, later. And when we come back in September, it's gonna be it's all on a Wednesday. Wednesday. It's oh, Wednesday, my Wednesday dudes. All the time. We're, we're just unreasonably excited about the Wednesday thing. Um, we're gonna keep hyping it up. Yeah. Um, and you can find out when we change it all by following us on all social media at RP Geeks D and D. That's the TikToks. It's the Instagrams. It's the Twitters. It's the YouTubes. Except for some reason, we still don't have the custom URL. I don't know. We want it. Damn you, Susan! And why not, if you're, hey, if you're listening on the podcast, even if you're not, why not go like and comment on the podcast and give us some five-star ratings? 
because that would really help us out. That'd be, yeah, yeah that's that really would help us out. Because oh, yeah. we want people who like D&D to learn about science. And people who but, like the science to maybe enjoy a D&D adventure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Try to convert everyone to either one or the other or possibly both. So you're doing it not for yourself, but for your friends and the science and D and D people of the world. For the communities of God science bless you all. <laughs> God bless America. We've got to instill the same kind of patriotism and fervor in like rating the podcast five stars as Americans have in the flag. That's what we want to get to. And the idea that if you were not to rate it five stars, you would just it would be a heinous crime. Yeah. Every time you start the podcast, I want you, you to pledge allegiance to the podcast. <laughs> And the Pledge five star rating the podcast, and it deserves <laughs> RP Geeks D and D, uh... and it's not a cult. It's not a cult. It's not a cult. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. oh absolutely not. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs> Catch you again soon. Bye. Take care, everybody. Bye. <laughs>